Welcome to China Manufacturing Decoded from Sophist, the podcast where we take you through the major news and topics facing importers and manufacturers in China and Asia today. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us again. This is episode eighty-one. If you're listening along, so plenty to catch up with before this one. I'm joined by our CEO, as ever, Renault. Hi, Renault. Hey, hi everybody, and beware the year of the tiger. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, yes, indeed.、Uh, Chinese New Year is coming up, and I know if you're listening, you're probably thinking, "Hang on a minute, we haven't even got to Christmas yet." But it is in early February, and really, today's episode is going to be about explaining what's the impact of Chinese New Year. What sort of things can you do to prepare for the disruption caused if you're, you know, manufacturing and importing in China or, or other Asian countries? Actually, it's not only China that celebrates Chinese New Year, and you know, getting some tips from you, Renault, about some、um, sort of best practices that could be followed to really help navigate this tricky、mm-hmm. part of the year. So, to kick it off, let's just quickly recap on when. Chinese New Year is in 2022, please. So the first day of the New Year would be on February first, right? Yeah, February first, 2022,、mm. which means that the let's say the deep Chinese New Year will be something like January, I don't know, 29 to February, maybe seven.、Uh, so that's the time where like everything will be really stopped. Pretty much everything,、mm. you know, especially when it comes to production and export. But then it's it's much wider than that,、uh, because well,、uh, and we're we're going to talk about it. But、mm-hmm. factories don't close just for you know ten days. They they usually close for you know three weeks or or, or more, and it it's highly dependent on on a number of things, of course. So every year, it's the major disruption、um, that gets all the importers worried. And I was talking to a an importer you know, yesterday, and and you know they they all in in the US, they're all thinking of hey, there's、um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and you know, 2021 is not over yet, but. And then I'm talking about their production, and I'm like, no, 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 no. What you need to think of front and center is Chinese New Year, because、mm-hmm. your your production, you know, this, you're still developing the product. The end of development and okay for production might be given mid December, <laughs> or might be delayed. <laughs> so I told them, you know, the best thing can happen is that. You pay a lot of attention during your development. You do WeChat calls to make sure they don't send you some prototypes that you then reject, and 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 so on. Just really to save time to go fast. Best thing can happen is you you say okay early, and they they are not too busy, and they can actually get、um, all the components by、um, you know still in in December, and then they can. Can do the assembly, testing, packing, early January, and they can ship out. And I told them that, told her that's that's the best scenario. 
The second best scenario is they can do that for only maybe a third of your order or mm-hmm. half of your order. Then, you know, you keep your order, you just tell us the factory there's going to be two separate deliveries. One, you do it ASAP, and the other one, you do it in March. <laughs> and, and we're going to explain why you, you don't want to play games with, you know, or can be like, can it be made like the last thing before Chinese New Year or the first thing right after Chinese New Year? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, there's just a lot of, um, lot of risk involved here. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that illustrates the significance, the example that you've given of, of this holiday on, on everybody bringing stuff in from China or those parts of Asia where uh, Chinese New Year also has an effect. You know, Japan, I think, is also off Korea as well. Am I right with that? Uh, Vietnam? Yeah, a bunch of East Asian countries follow the, yeah. the lunar calendar. Yeah. Mm. So in terms of preparing, we know when it is. But we don't just say, okay, Chinese New Year, staff are off roughly at the start of February, so we just need to be aware there's going to be a bit of a break then. It's more than that, and it's quite a long process because, as you've mentioned, you know, these factories, they start winding down well before Chinese New Year. Yeah, what, what, what happens is there's a lot of migrant workers in China that, that come to work in factories, you know, in um, in, in Suzhou, in, in uh wherever in Ningbo, in Xiamen, in, in Dongguan, in Zhuhai. Okay, uh, there's a lot of migrant workers who go over there. And then these workers, they want to be in their hometown, you know, Huijia, <laughs> go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to be back in their hometown uh, with their family and the wool family there is, is really the most important time of the year um, during CNY, Chinese New Year. And, but of course, if you work, say, in Shenzhen and you want to go back to, say, uh, Hubei, Hubei province, well, it's not like, you know, five days before Chinese New Year, you go to the train station and you get the train ticket and you just get on the train because mm. there's millions of people who want to do that. Um, so for, for flights and, 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 uh, and train rides and, and, and buses and everything, it's always a bit of um, a stress for them. Can, 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 they, can they get it? So what do they do? You know, so some of them have a strategy of just leaving earlier. Um, but then their, their, their employers are not so happy. So they might actually forfeit a part of their bonus if they do that and, and, mm. and so on. And, and of course, in that case, it impacts the factory and it impacts the... The, the customers waiting for production, right? But but it does happen very often. The factories don't really know, you know, is when it's 15 January, you ask them, hey, next week, how many employees you still have? You know, how many operators? They will, some of them will tell you, I have no clue. You know, I hope I'll still have, um, you know, 60% of them or what? So they, they you know, so there are different strategies as I said. Some of them try to, they go earlier. Some of them will um, uh, will book like the flights in advance and pay more. Uh, for the train, is not that easy uh, yeah. because they um, it's not like they uh, they open it long in advance. No, it's it's a little bit strange. It's always pretty stressful for them. Or 
maybe they have their car, then they have a lot more freedom, or they, they know someone with a car who will go to the same area, you know. So there's a lot of strategies. Um, but if they if they aren't going, let's say, five days before, well, in some cases, they it's very hard for them to be back home, you know, because sometimes it's not just like Shenzhen to Hubei province, as I say. Mm. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really the other side of China. You know, it's Shenzhen to Harbin or <laughs> Shenyang or someplace like that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, really um, uh, not an easy trip. So, um, yeah, and it's kind of a, a little bit of a personal tragedy sometimes when they cannot do it. I remember mm-hmm. when I was living in Shenzhen in, uh, in 2007 and there there was a lot of snow just a little bit north of that. It was pretty cold, unusually cold. And there, there was snow uh, in north of Guangdong or just in Hunan, I forget. But mm-hmm. it blocked a lot of trains and then uh, a lot of people had to stay and they, they were pretty unhappy about that. Uh, but, you know, things change in China. And, and there's a lot, of, a lot of families now where they say, well, 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 you know what? Let's just skip this whole Chinese New Year thing. It's just too stressful. And instead, um, I'll find my parents in, you know, two months earlier or two months later. Yeah. We'll have a good time together. No stress. Easy. You know, and there's, so there's more and more of that. But mm-hmm. still, still, you're, you're in, in places like Shenzhen or Dongguan, where there's a lot of migrant people coming from other places. Uh, you, you're there in, um, during Chinese New Year in what I call deep Chinese New Year. There's yeah. really not that many people. It's pretty, uh, pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty quiet. Yes, it's it's a strange time of year when you're in Shenzhen. You know, a city of how how many millions of people is it? Twenty odd million or something? And there's just nobody oh, there. There's you know, there's the odd right, person right, in a right. convenience store or something, but on the streets <laughs> there's nothing, and it's it's really strange to be in an empty city. But the points you're making are are, are very valid because. When when you're sitting, say, in the West and you're listening to this about China and you're thinking, well, hang on a minute, for Christmas, you know, maybe we we finish a day or so early and then we're back after, you know, a few days. Or, but <laughs> the, dis- the scale of the distances that these people need to travel and also the fact that they don't have many holidays in China, you know, often these migrant workers, they don't go home uh, maybe once mm-hmm. a year, maybe twice. So, you know, it's it's a very, very big deal for them. That's one example of something that happens before the holiday starts that can start to, you know, give a negative effect. But there are more examples uh, that you can go into as well, right? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, but yeah, you, you, people kind of think of Christmas. They, if they think of Christmas, then they should think of Christmas in the Maquiladoras, you know, in, uh, in, in north of Mexico, uh-huh. Just along the, the 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 American border, it's kind of the same thing. It's really a big deal, and they, you know, people go back to the center of Mexico or even further, and it, mm-hmm. it you know, they, they they take a couple of weeks off. Um, so Chinese New Year can can have a much bigger impact than that, but yeah. it's it's not that different. It's not that different. Um, okay. So, yeah. So let's put aside, you know, what happens to the people. Well. What happens to the fact? Uh, no, let's actually it's quite important because these people they go back to their hometown, and a lot of them they go back and then so let's say they, they work in um, I don't know Zhongshan or Guangzhou or you know and they, they go back for example in Hubei 
and they, they go to the hometown and they talk with their their parents and they talk with the other people, you know, with their cousins and maybe brothers and sisters and everything. Uh, and all the acquaintances and, you know, uh, hey, how much you earn? Oh, yeah. And how much, you know, and where you live and, and you have to pay something for food and you have something for um, for for the dorm and what, you know, they, they kind of compare all these things. And then they a lot of them, they're ready to go, you know, oh, it pays better in Hangzhou. Okay, then. <laughs> I'll go to Hangzhou, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the, the labor doesn't seem worse than that. And that, okay, that's fine. You know, I'm kind of kind of bored with Guangdong cuisine anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll go over there, you know. And the um, uh, a lot of factories don't know what you know who, who's going to come back. I try to mm-hmm. to obviously to to call them and to try, you know to give a little bonus when they come back and things like that. And an extra bonus if they bring someone good with them and so on. But, you know, um, sometimes they, they don't know how many people are going to come back. And so the good, the factories with a good um, good HR management, good, let's say, good communication between management and the employees and no weird practices like, oh, you make a mistake, I put a penalty on your salary and, uh, you know, and, and uh Oh yeah, we take your Shenzhen, your your ID card, and um, yeah, yeah, we'll give it back to you later or whatever. You know, can't oh. keep it hostage, and you know, yeah. there's, there's some games like that. So there's some bad factories and good factories in the in in the in the eyes of uh, of the employees. And uh, I was wondering, uh, I, yeah, I remember in Taizhou, that was years ago, but still in, in a place in Taizhou in. Yuhuan or whatever district of, of Taizhou. Um, there was this factory that was just horrendous. And we were doing a project there. And they were doing some um, uh, steel casting. And, and it was so dangerous. And you had open pits, you know, when just cooling down still a thousand degrees. And you can just walk mm. into that. <laughs> and you had all kinds of stuff like that. And a lot of machining and with uh, horrendous safety records and all kinds of issues and they were really treating their, their staff you know not very nicely and they were wondering hey how come you know it's kind of hard to to ramp the the the, the staff up and what actually they these guys they had a really bad reputation in the neighborhood everybody was saying ah no don't work don't go work over there it's it's not a good factory you know so that kind of place has a turnover rate that's that's pretty pretty high at Chinese New Year. You know, maybe half the people don't come back, maybe more, and then it's a struggle every time to hire new people, right? Mm. And uh, and then sometimes it's just twenty or thirty percent of the people who come back. Uh, and if I take a uh, opposite example, yeah, another factory totally different, doing sort of high end packaging for some luxury items mostly in Foshan, in an area in Foshan where they they can easily recruit local people. And so they, they virtually have no migrant workers, which is, you know, it comes with, with amazing benefits. So no mm. dorm to, 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 um, to manage and people who, who can, um, you know, go back home, uh, for lunch and you know who who tend to be a bit more uh, relaxed and 
and and and can you know come, come to work with a smile and 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 everything and uh and these people well why would they turn over you know is if if the work is okay and and um and the pay is okay and everything is okay well why turn over you know it, it's much much more stable so why am i talking about these hr issues because when you only have let's say 60% of the people coming back well remember these 40% who left some of them were production operators you know a little bit everywhere uh some of them were part of the quality department you know some inspectors maybe an auditor uh, maybe a quality engineer and so on um and and you know some of them maybe are project managers or you know sales people a little bit less less often but, but still um and and <laughs> what does that tell you it tells you that when you start and this year 2022 it will be basically around uh, you know second half of february end of february they will see people coming back and then they will be like oh we have to hire more people so we'll be hiring a lot of people and you know uh training program <laughs> just mm-hmm. put them on the line and you know the line leader will coach them and, and make sure they're okay otherwise we'll just throw them out and hire somebody instead right that's kind of the the, the training plan uh, unfortunately and then what do you think about their internal inspectors and and testers and, and all these people, you know, yeah, just put them on the work, you know, on, on some inspections and some tests and something and just, just see how they work. Well, that leaves an enormous amount of room for, um, for screw-ups, right? And then you have some, you know, <laughs> you have some cases where some of the production operators do, do a really horrible job and then the whole organization is so messed up that either it's not even inspected or it's inspected really fast by one of the inspectors who did not get mm. proper training. And then it gets shipped out and, you know, and it's a disaster for the customer, right? So that's the risk of having a production just after Chinese New Year, because that mm. you might have newbies you know, poorly qualified, uh, so-called skilled operators working on, on your on your badge, uh, not good. And 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 you, you know, in some cases it works pretty well. You know, okay, the electronic factory, and you you say, okay, we need some people for uh, for soldering. Uh, then you hire some skilled people for for soldering. You pay the the correct salary, and these people might be operational right away. And it's not that difficult to see if someone is doing a good job soldering or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you give them a few, a few boards and a few, a few wires and so on. You see how they're doing. You check it after. I mean, you, you have a good idea of that. There might be some other issues like um, they really don't want to check their own work or, you know, some like behavior issues um, or they, they just can't uh, stay seated on, you know, at the station uh, consistently until the break for going to pee or something. There might be some weird behavior issues, but this tends to be uh, dealt with. I mean, Chinese people, you know, can be uh, 
put in line rather uh, easily in general. Yeah, the, 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 they're good at being regimented. Uh, so, so in some cases, it's it's kind of painful and seamless, but in some other cases, is 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 just the worst thing that can happen because the whole structure, you know, of the, the organization is upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know you have some key people missing everywhere. You have a bunch of people really busy on doing hiring, interviewing, checking if they're okay and so on, and they don't they don't do what they're usually doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when everything you know any, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's yeah, there's so many disasters, you know, so many crazy stories. So that's right after Chinese New Year. That's right. a really really sensitive time. But before Chinese New Year, it can be pretty bad too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be pretty bad because there there is intense pressure. Uh, to to ship the, the goods out often, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So the, there's some industry that, has, let's say, in the toy industry, you know, that it's really not the peak season. Peak season is say May to September, um, but in um, you know the, the, some other industries where uh, there's, there's a lot of production to be made uh, in December and January. And that means a lot of pressure on the component and raw material suppliers that, you know, who themselves can, can mess things up. And then a lot of pressure on, 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 on the um, processing, the, the fabrication suppliers and the assembly suppliers. And they really want to, to ship it out, you know, to keep their customers relatively happy but also to, to get paid. Otherwise, they put the money down for the components and raw materials and packing accessories and everything. And then everything, you know, all of this sits on the factory floor during Chinese New Year, during the break, and they have to pay the, the, you know, the, the bonus to the staff. And then they, they need maybe to still to, to finish it all and pack it and ship it after Chinese New Year. And finally, they can get you know the the rest of the payment this is not mm. good they want they want to they want to ship it out so you know it's also it's kind of good luck to um just be finished nicely and sort of clean your house right <laughs> before the new year so mm-hmm. they really want that so what happens is they they put enormous pressure on, on everybody to 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 rush it out and it's really the world is to rush and when it's rushed out well what what do you think happens you know yeah. again oh well we didn't do a great job on that well 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 you know if we are late they will notice if quality is so so they might not notice yeah you know take a chance whatever mm-hmm. so there's this um this weird thing is that they they're all just thinking of Chinese new year they're all just thinking of hey you know yeah i'm gonna get my bonus i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna Gonna go back to hometown, see the parents and everybody, and I have some stories for them, and I'm gonna, you know, I, I will have some cash to bring to them, so I will have some face, and I, I know how am I going to compare to the others because they are not going to compare how much I earn versus the others are earning, and I don't want to 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 look like a loser, and blah 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 blah, you know, and where am I gonna mm. go after that? Do I come back here or what? I was thinking of that, and they're not thinking of your production. <laughs> <laughs> and 
the kind of working in a rush in a distracted mindset it's, it's pretty scary it's pretty scary when they see that something is not done very well it's like yeah you know next year is next year <sighs> not even sure i'll be here when they complain you know whatever hmm. so so we're speaking in late november is this something that could be happening right now are are the chinese workers already starting to think about chinese new year starting yes hmm. yes i mean People in the West are already thinking of Christmas and, you know, Christmas oh, shopping sure. and all that stuff. And it's, it's the same, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same. How much money can I bring back to the, to the family and how much, blah, 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 you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. It's already and, starting. And you've mentioned already factories wanting to clean house and hopefully get things squared away. And also the danger of, you know, basically investing money at the moment that may result in orders not coming till after Chinese New Year. So, oh, right, right. so, so you're waiting for a while. But is there an increased risk of suppliers going out of business at this time of year? Of course, because in the positive scenario, okay, it's, it's kind of harder now with all the shipping issues because all these products waiting in the warehouse for shipment, mm. they might have been paid by the customer. They might not have. Uh, so in many cases, they, they get paid even though it was not shipped because suppliers just say, hey, look, I mean, I, I need some cash to get, to get going. But it's not always the case. So it makes things a little bit more complicated. It's a special change in Europe, let's, let's say. But... Mm. The, the general truth is that if they look at their bank account and, and you know the cash they have on hand and the boss thinks, well, next year is going to be horrible, whatever reason, you know, um, I'm losing this big customer. Um, I've, I've squeezed these suppliers too much. They don't even want to work with me and I, I owe them a lot of money. So, you know, they, they, probably going to send some some goons to frighten me next year to 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 force me to pay them mm-hmm. um and blah 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 you know the government is 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 bringing breathing down my neck uh oh they say i put too much here there's a lot of focus on my painting process and da, 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 right so um if they're in that state of mind but they see that they have a nice cash cash balance well it's kind of tempting for them to just, let's say, disappear suddenly with the cash and go somewhere, um, you know, yeah, just be forbidden, for, for, forgotten somewhere in, uh, in the countryside, somewhere in deep China. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that was relatively common. Uh, and I'm wondering if it's becoming less common because I heard fewer stories like this. Um, I, that, that's kind of a question mark in my mind. I'm not sure. Okay, but um, yeah, that that's a risk. Hmm. Well, I, I know that the government in China has become more stringent about collecting tax from everybody. So yep. certainly in the case of 
these manufacturers who, you know, shut it all down and try and disappear. If they're owing the, the government, uh, I imagine that they're certainly mm. going after them zealously. So maybe it is becoming less these days. Yeah, more, more zealously. Um, mm. Yes. Uh, but then what does it mean for buyers? It means that if you send an advance payment, um, you know, or if you have some production going on that hasn't been shipped, hasn't been, you know, is, is not fully ready or whatever, you know, change new year is the time when uh, your supplier might just disappear. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's scary. And then if they, if they don't pay their workforce, well, and if your products and maybe even your tooling um, is at the factory, you are not getting anywhere close to the factory. Mm. <laughs> they might even take you hostage to extract <laughs> some more money. You know, you, I mean, it can become a mob of angry um, ex-employees. And what's going to happen to your products, if they can find a way to sell them, they will find mm. a way to sell them. If they can find a way to scrap them to make five cents on the dollar, they will do it. Same thing with your tooling. Yeah. Right? So be careful with that. Mm. And then, so all the more reason to get your supplier who's got your tooling used to you pulling it out between productions. Yes. So if you have expensive tooling or you know, or you, you really don't trust your supplier, they might use your tooling between two, uh, two runs that making for, for, for you. Then, um, you know, we do it and I guess some other companies do it too. You yeah. know, so, you know, so customers say, Hey, can you go and grab the tooling? Cause they're not, they're not going to use it for the next two months. So I don't want to leave it in their factory. Yeah. Okay. No problem. We're going to keep it in inventory and bring it back when, when they need. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's one thing uh, that, yeah, that, that buyers um, should keep in mind. Um, yeah. uh, another one is, uh, planning for inventory and again the current issue with um sea you know sea shipments especially mm-hmm. uh is making everything more complicated uh, but if we forget about that you know tension year was the time when you were getting some extra um <clears throat> extra production uh, extra quantities of material uh, in advance, mm-hmm. keeping them in your warehouse just to give a break to the factory and, and you know, maybe not be the, the, the last one with production just before CNY and maybe not the first one with, with production after CNY to, to avoid this kind of risky period. Um, and yeah, because it's, when you say maybe your assembly factory might be closed for maybe uh, you know twenty days, but then the that key raw material supplier that they rely on for your production they might be closed for five weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you go down the supply chain and it can be much worse. So uh, you, you want to plan for for um, for your material and get more in, in, in the warehouse basically just to make sure that you can keep supplying your, your customers. Mm. Yeah. And you also work together with your assembly factories if possible so that they make sure that they order the, you know, maybe some of the main materials or components in advance 
maybe made in December or November, and they keep it a little bit in advance uh, just to make sure that they don't rely um, <clears throat> on on the that that supplier who might close for who knows how long, right? Mm. So um, yeah, inventory management is quite important. Planning, you know, forecasting for demand and and so on is is quite important. And, yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, and 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 again, <laughs> uh, everything is pretty much disrupted. You know, everybody's got shipments that 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 are still waiting uh, somewhere in a warehouse in China. So, and and everybody is already kind of. Um, ordering too much uh, just because they expect a lot of, a lot of delays. Mm. So that's kind of what you would have to do because of Chinese New Year anyway. Right. So it's, it's yeah. already taken care of, I may say. In many yeah. Places. And with, with, with the logistics, the way they are, which we've, of course, we've written, spoken about that quite a bit. I mean, it's more of a juggling act than ever, ever at the moment, as you've mentioned. So mm. yeah, good, good luck, everybody. <laughs> Regarding post Chinese New Year, with with all those new operators, with the factories sort of getting back up to speed, you've mentioned more of a risk of of issues occurring, defects, things like that. I suppose uh, one of the last tips you could give would be about you know the level of inspections and and things like that that you're doing, right? Uh, yeah. So just before Chinese New Year. Yeah, sometimes there's, you know, as um, suppliers try, you know, are rushing to finish everything and could, to catch the the last shipments before CNY. Uh, there's a lot of need for inspections, and so your inspection company might be totally overwhelmed. Mm. Uh, that that happens. It's yeah, it's 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 really a pain to 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 manage sometimes uh, for for us. There's some certain years where it's been smooth sailing, and some years where it's been wow, uh, you know, a lot of jobs before CNY. Mm. So you, you need to work with your inspection provider, um, and it's better to do half a day of inspection than nothing. When usually it would be one or two days, yeah. But, but if there's there's no capacity, if they're just full, 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 you know, that mm. might be the best you can do. Uh, mm. Maybe some offsite inspections might do mm-hmm. some of the job to confirm some of the details that can be checked through um, through a video call you know yeah, it's the time to get a little bit mm-hmm. uh, creative but yeah you Good really point. don't want to to let the supplier ship out something that's bad you know which yeah. is why there's so much need for inspection even if the, the quantity of products shipped were the same so many buyers are really scared uh, you know, just before CNY and just after CNY, that extra inspection just on these on these periods, and it it makes a lot of sense, and that's why all the inspection companies get so jammed up at that time, mm. right? But it, it it totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. It's a and maybe some people who usually only do a final inspection uh, in these periods would do maybe an inspection. Just at the start of production to make sure that all the components and everything is okay, and maybe validate the first uh, first articles that get uh, assembled, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then another one during production just to confirm, yeah, okay, everything's fine so far. And then uh, final inspection after that, you know. So you you um well usually you trust your supplier. Now now is the time where you you um 
you know, th- there's a lot of risk and you, you need to keep mm. it in mind. Yes. Yeah. Very well said there. You've mentioned a, a number of inspections are linked to our inspection solutions and definitely check those out if you're thinking of uh, upping your inspections at the moment because of Chinese New Year. <laughs> so that is an explanation of Chinese New Year and its effects. It is, you know, some of examples of what can happen around the Chinese New Year period that could affect you negatively. And some tips from yourself, Renaud. Good, good podcast today. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Adrian. Thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Sophie's Group. We're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in Asia, including inspections, auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfillment, and much, much more across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share because it will really help others discover us too.